great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Monday morning. Hope you had a wonderful and great weekend. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Curtis just mentioned it, and indeed, it, it happened. Shots fired. Shots fired steps from St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City after a three-court Monty game apparently went wrong. Gunfire steps from St. Patrick's Cathedral. I will come back to that. When something is wrong, it's wrong. There should be no sugarcoating it. When African Americans are attacked, it's wrong. And when African Americans do the harming, it is equally as wrong. As of late, in the city of New York, the crime surge. The videos that have surfaced, the videos that have come forward, overwhelmingly are African Americans, and there's no other way to say this, attacking innocent white people. The videos, as of late, released by law enforcement in the public domain, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, are overwhelmingly African-Americans attacking white people. And it has to stop. If we are going to have a united city. Case in point. The video was making the rounds the entire weekend. The elderly, 74-year-old woman sucker punched in an unprovoked, broad daylight attack. The suspect, an African-American woman. The 74-year-old victim was walking on Madison Avenue, near East 52nd Street, around 11 a.m. Wednesday, when the stranger stranger punched her in the side of the face without saying a word, just punched her, according to police and according to the video. I want you to think about this for a second. Anytime a senior citizen falls, there is a strong possibility 
they could break their hip. And we know the long recuperating time that that requires. If one recoups at all. And so you see in the video, the woman pretends like she's looking down, the African-American attacker, and the white woman, the, the elderly white woman, is just walking by, and there's a man standing next to her. And all of a sudden, this African-American woman reaches back from Alabama and just pow. And the elderly, elderly lady, it's hard to look at. The elderly lady goes flying to the ground. She stumbles. She could have easily have broken a hip or fractured her skull. She was taken to NYU Langone Hospital in stable condition. What left me disgusted, the attacker, this is on video, looks back, and this is why I don't buy, in all cases, the mental illness hook. The attacker looks back and waves her hand in disregard like like she was saying, what happened, what happened? I have no idea what happened. This is after she punched the the woman in the face, based on the video, as she's storming away. So if that's not disgusting enough, and uh, I see your phone calls. We're going to get to them in just a second. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Then, just a, uh, a short time ago, the NYPD, and for any of these videos, don't believe me, go to my uh, social media, take a look for yourself. On Twitter, Dominic TV, Dominic TV, Instagram and Facebook, Dominic Carter TV, Dominic Carter TV. Don't believe me. Go look. They're posted. Go look at the video for yourself and reach your own conclusion. So the video that was released just a short time ago, and this one is up as as well on my social media, happens to be an African-American young man, and he's roughing up a disabled man in a wheelchair. He's attacking an elderly man in a wheelchair and stealing from him on a Staten Island bus. On a bus. Apparently stealing $250 from the senior citizen. $250 is a lot of money for anybody, but in particular, it's a lot for a senior citizen. Now, this happened around 9 p.m. on August 13th on the uh, S40 MTA bus, police say. The thief stood up directly behind the 64-year-old man in the wheelchair and just reached into his shirt pocket and removed the money from from his pocket. All the man's belongings went flying on the floor as the bus stopped at Clinton Avenue and uh, Richmond Terrace. The man in the wheelchair got up briefly 
as if to follow the crook, as if to try and get his belongings back, but quickly sat back down. But before doing so, you see him grab his chest, his heart area, like his heart is straining him, and he realizes that he better um, sit back down. So he tried to, he tried to defend himself. He tried to protect his belongings, but he was no match for this young man. No match for this young man. And what does this rocket scientist do? He go, and this is why I posted the video. A short time later, he goes into a store with the same clothes on to buy some items. Bingo, got you on video. The NYPD is coming. You may have gotten away with it at the scene, but they're coming. Look over your shoulder. They'll be there before you know it. I cannot say what I wish that would happen to each of these attackers. Because when I do say it, one or two people complain. So I cannot say uh, what... (laughs) What is equal justice? 74-year-old woman minding her business, Madison Avenue. And again, I'm using the term Alabama. This woman reached back from Alabama and and hit this, this elderly woman in the face. Why? Why? And I will say what other talk show hosts will generally couch. Why are these attacks being done by African-Americans and the victims are white? Yes, there there are African-American victims. And let me be clear, as I said at the top of the show, when African-Americans are attacked by, by whites, it's wrong. But it's equally wrong with what's going on now. All of these attacks by African-Americans And I don't understand the logic. Why are they picking on innocent people? Is it because they're easy prey? Is it because you see them as a victim? We already know it's because your life amounted to nothing and you're miserable and you want to make everybody else as miserable as you are. And then right before I I come on the air, the NYPD Thanks to our owner-operator. And we're going to get to uh, Trump in a second and uh, Afghanistan and uh, former uh, uh, and Mr. Pompeo. We're going to get to those topics. But right before I, I, I come on the air, there's a three-card Monty game, steps from St. Patrick's Cathedral, and it's gunfire because one guy wasn't happy that he lost and apparently had to uh, give up his jewelry and refused to do so. Let's start with the uh, telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? <laughs> Dominic. Uh, yes. Michael, you cleared your throat right as, as I went to your comment. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't. <laughs> I don't respect. The uh, trash that did a three-card Monty game in front of sacred, I mean sacred. We agree. St. Patrick's Cathedral. We agree. We agree. And 
As for, as for the woman that's in the hospital, as for being sucker punched in the side of the face and falling down, she's lucky she didn't break a hip, and she's lucky she didn't crack her skull open. We agree. Michael, I... As for the one who did it, their ass is grass. I'm sorry to Odin Rock for here. Okay, all right. Thank, thank you for the call, Michael. I, I appreciate uh, uh, what what you had to say. Let's go to Colleen in Queens. Good morning, Qu- Colleen. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, hi, hi Dominic. Um, I love when you ask why and you want to understand. This is what I want to say. There are areas in New York City, they've mentioned stores and blocks, also bodegas, prime areas that are constantly being hit. Why, oh, why are these security guards, and I understand, left on their own as things are being hauled out, as the bodega is being robbed or people harmed? They all throw their hands up, and I think you know what I mean, where they say we can't chase them, we can't do anything. Why, oh, why aren't there plainclothes police police, and in uniform patrolling presence so that if Harry has stuff being robbed and he's the security guard, he could yell, officer, now. Yes, Colleen, I I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but but Colleen, but I think you already know the answer as to why they are not more plainclothes officers. You can thank Black Lives Matter and the progressive movement. They complained, and thus mayors across the country have moved away from plainclothes officers, not not completely, but have moved away from it because that's been an issue of concern voiced by. Uh, certain communities, and as a result, as a result, this is what we have now. This is the system that we have. And you're right, no, Colleen. No. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Right, Colleen, let me, please let me say this. Yes, all of that, but there are crimes, and what we need is the police there, and all this other nonsense about, you know, politics and everything. If there's police there on that street, on that road, Available and ready to act. But Colleen, how, somebody, but Colleen what, what's the problem? How can the That's police what? be everywhere? How can they be? They don't know. And the, you think the criminals, if they see an officer standing on the corner, they're going to go ahead and do it? No. The police can't be everywhere. And mayors, uh, mayors have moved away from plain clothes units because of the controversy. And as a result, this is what we're dealing with. But I do thank you for the call, Colleen. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. So we have the shots fired uh, steps away from uh, St. Patrick's uh, Cathedral. We also have, hey, let me deal with this email now. One of the emails that I received uh, from uh, Isaac uh, in Brooklyn, and Isaac says regarding the Trump raid, he says on August 8th, the FBI raided Trump's residence and took boxes of documents that was three weeks ago. Now Trump is asking for a master to see which documents they can look at. Probably by August 9th, most or all documents were already looked at. How will appointing a master now prevent anything? 
isn't it way too late? Something here sounds very odd. Can you explain it? I, I can try, I can try, Isaac, and thank you for the email, one of the emails that I received. I have actually, as a journalist, sat in federal court when arguments are made regarding an FBI raid and how how uh, the defense normally uh, is requesting a special master to oversee the entire process, to log the items, and normally the the government, the prosecutors will either go with it or they'll or they'll fight it, and then the judge, the federal judge, will make a ruling. In this case, folks, in this case, we are dealing with a situation of unprecedented magnitude, and so we know that uh, most of these boxes. So Isaac is correct. Were already opened because fourteen of the fifteen boxes recovered contained classified documents according to the uh to the uh feds now uh president trump has said that he has fully cooperated with government officials but normally what would happen is the special master would come in as almost like a mediator that's a good way to put it and would oversee the process but it, but in this process it's already been done and so I would assume that that the uh, the president, former president, wants a special master, or at least his his lawyer has argued that case, because he still remember the document was redacted, and he still does not know exactly what they have, or what's going on, and so a special master would detail exactly what was seized by the FBI in the raid. And thus, the other side would get the would hear the argument and get to uh, see what they have uh, in their possession. The president already knows uh, almost all of the items, but his team is claiming that they don't have um, all of it. it. It's a good uh, it's a good question raised by Isaac. So normally, a special master is is a uh, a mediator that is not the government, that's not the defense, that's in the middle. And and writes down everything and and makes sure that there's no no foul play and, and it's just it protects it protects uh, each side. Let's go to our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Morning, Dominic. Um, uh, I'm going to try and go quick here. A couple of things I wanted to cover. First of all, regarding crime and these horrible things they're doing, particularly to the vulnerable, disabled, or elderly. I appreciate you very much covering it. And you ask, why do people do it? They do it because they can and they get away with it. Look what happened to those two young girls in Washington, D.C. that carjacked that man that used his car to earn a living. He was um, from India originally, and he had, I don't know, like six or seven children he was providing for trying to earn a living. And they killed him by trying to carjack him. The car crashed. He died. And... Um, they got just a detention in a juvenile facility. Um, it's disgraceful, um, and it happens every day, as you know, and we make excuses for people in society now, and as you and I and others have said, the perpetrators are now the victims, um, and it's it's just awful. Um, quickly on Trump's papers, um, everyone keeps saying they're classified, classified, classified. Well, according to Trump, I don't know how many of these documents, and if you recall, 
when he was leaving the White House, he had said out loud he declassified everything. Right, um, but, 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 but the government says, Jennifer, I don't know what the law states. The government says that okay. the president cannot, emphasis, cannot declassify everything. That's that's their point of view, uh, but you are accurate. Yeah. President Trump has yeah. said that he's declassified all of the and, documents. And by law, even uh, by uh, you know, constitutional scholars, et cetera, that is his right. It's to be done like president before. And last but not least, you had said that I could take a second to acknowledge some of the officers that have been killed. Um, and um, there was, um, I had mentioned this last week, because you don't hear about them anywhere, Dominic. There was a 28-year-old officer who had served for five years already in Miami-Dade. He was killed on August 17th chasing a robbery suspect um, who was later linked uh, to many crimes in the area. And the officer's name at 28 years old was Cesar Echeverry. They called him Eche. Um, There was a 28-year-old female uh, in Richmond, Indiana, a canine officer, was shot in the head on August 10th. She's still on a ventilator. Um, And uh, she was due to be married the following weekend. Uh, She uh, was due to marry her female partner that they were madly in love. And... um, I don't. I don't hear a word from the LGBTQ community that supposedly cares so much for uh, these, you know, one another. Not a word on her. Um, Sergeant Matthew Fishman uh, killed trying to serve in volunteer commitment papers in Wayne County. He was uh, 38 years old. He'd been on the force 12 years, and he leaves a wife and two children. And uh, there's others that perhaps you'll let me talk about another time. But they deserve to be remembered. They, their names deserve to be recognized, and their lives matter. Most of them have been in service for a very, very long time. Many of them are military, former military, including a woman um, that was shot a couple of days ago trying to serve an eviction notice, uh, Deborah Martinez Garibay, um, military veteran. She'd only been working as a constable in Tucson for five months and one week, and she was um, shot and killed. Um, along with the apartment manager and a, and a neighbor. But this woman was killed. She took the job trying to provide for her children. And um, these aren't people that are sitting home. These aren't people that have taken advantage of others, perpetrating harm on others. They are doing what's right. They are looking up for the rest of us. And I never hear their stories told. Right. And I thank you for giving me the opportunity to give their lives <clears throat> recognition well, and their sacrifice matters. Uh, and I thank you very much. Well, I, I, really I thank you for bringing it up, Jennifer, and uh, I appreciate your call and you have a, a beautiful morning. And it, it is shocking uh, what Jennifer just mentioned. And it is true. It's almost like these things never happened because you rarely hear outside of your local community. If a police officer is attacked, killed, you it just doesn't it just doesn't happen anymore that's how far the pendulum has swung against common sense and i'm about to go to miguel and flushing but i want to update you on on another story because you know i had mentioned this when this first happened you know recently it was the uh, what the one year anniversary of afghanistan and ex secretary of state mike pompeo is warning that america is more likely to face another 9-11-type attack 
Thanks to President Biden's the exit from Afghanistan last year, uh, he served, Pompeo, of course, served under uh, former President Trump, and he is blasting Biden. He appeared on the Cats Roundtable with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. Afghanistan. China is in full control of the country, isn't it? Well, sadly, the Taliban is in full control of the country, but with enormous Chinese support. Uh, maybe maybe there's two things that are important. We now are one year from what everybody saw with their own eyes. Uh, Americans left behind, 13 Americans dead, and the Afghan people clinging to American aircraft as we turned tail and ran out of that country. Uh, the soldiers and sailors and airmen, Marines, uh, all of whom served for 20 years there, countless lives, American lives saved by their good work, and to have had that debacle embarrassed our country on the world stage, made us less safe, convinced Putin that he could begin his aggressive conduct in Ukraine, and now likely the case that Afghanistan itself, uh, we, are, we, we are more likely to be attacked like New York City was 20-some years ago. We're more likely to be attacked from that place today than we were just one year ago. Listen carefully to the ex-Secretary of State Mike Pompeo's words appearing with our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, on the Cats Roundtable. That is the reality of the world that we live in. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I mentioned Miguel in Flushing. Let's go to the call. Good morning, Miguel. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, It's good to talk to you again. I, I saw those videos. And every time I see these videos, I just wish that I was around there so I could take care of this person. We have to get tough with these people. And these people are not – some of them are not mentally ill. Not everybody's mentally ill. Correct. They know what they can get away with. Correct. And and I was listening to your show the other night, and I normally don't agree with Stan, but this time I did, and I was shocked. We have to get the National Guard in here. The police don't have control of what's going on. They, they just don't anymore. But the politicians have handcuffed them. Right. The politicians have handcuffed them. It, they just don't have any more control. The city is going downhill. It started with de Blasio. It's been all the progressives that have done this. And it's going to continue to get worse. We have to, and maybe we have to have, be able to carry guns. We're going to need it so we can, when these attacks happen, we can just shoot them dead. Well, Miguel, I I hear you, and I I always uh, look forward to chatting with you. I thank you for the call. That raises the other issue of a potential vigilante. And, you know, what comes comes to mind is Bernard Getz. And so, you know, we keep having these attacks where African Americans are attacking innocent white people in unprovoked incidents. Folks, how long do you think this is going to go on until somebody says, I've had enough, and they may pull out a weapon, and we have Bernie gets to? That's the path that it appears that we are on. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
When we come back, we're going to take a break. We're going we're gonna to go to New Jersey, Staten Island, Parkchester, Manhattan, Cliffside, New Jersey, and Brooklyn. Talk Radio 77, WABC. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we have a lot on our plates this morning uh, dealing with the issue of the 74-year-old senior citizen minding her business, not bothering anyone, walking along Madison Avenue, and then, boom, an African-American woman, completely unprovoked, just punches her in the in the face. And I'm looking at the video right now. And we are lucky because the 74-year-old victim, she fell almost near the feet of a man that tried to help her. And she was so close to the curb. If she had tipped over that curb, she probably would have hit her head on the cement. And then what? And then what? Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. By the way, was that a white woman that was punched? I'm just curious. Larry, I've been saying it the entire program that it was a white woman. So you must have just joined us. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to say something generally about criminals. You see, this city has been, this city has been running, has been run, is running is being run by morons, basically, uh, the politicians. I'll tell you why. Because, see, the, the politicians think that, that by being lenient on crime, they're on the same page as the criminals. But they're really not. What they're doing is they're forcing the criminals to commit crimes. Because the mindset of the criminals is he wants to be badass, okay? Now, if you get, like, a mayor like Giuliani who's threatening them with, like, immediate jail – and they're going to walk around. They're still going to be badass. They're going to say, well, you know, I would take you out if not for Giuliani. You know, I'm going to be in prison right away. I don't want to be in prison. They give you a whole song and a dance, but they're still badass. But you see, when they take away the prison sanction, then they're forced to prove that they're badass. You see what I'm saying? So they, they, they're not on the same page as these as these progressive politicians saying, oh, you mean you're cool with my crime? So I'll, I'll tune it down, you know? That's not the way it works. These are crooks. They're crooked. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so this city's being run by morons, basically. Well, Larry, I I thank you for the call, and you have a uh, beautiful morning. Uh, The bottom line is when when someone sees, uh, I I don't want to use the word opportunity, but that's the way they see it. When they see opportunity to, because their lives are miserable and they, they're not amounting to anything, they'll never amount to anything, they, they just feel it's easy to pick on the vulnerable. And that's what happened with this 74-year-old woman. That's what happened on the MTA bus with the man in a wheelchair. You're going you're going to rob an elderly man in a wheelchair that after you took his money, he grabbed his chest. He could have had a heart attack on the spot. He could have, he could have died right there on the spot. Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? 
Well, good morning, and me first. Friday, I celebrated my seventh, seventieth year on this planet. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Wonderful. And I come back, and the craziness is just still happening. I just don't understand one thing, a few things. If 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 all these attacks are on video. Why haven't they 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 caught these the, that woman that whatever whatever this lady did I'm not going to do the color thing because I don't see color when it's crime it's just effed up but why don't they why haven't they caught her yet why haven't they caught the people that are just attacking uh, folks and they're punks they're not criminals a, a real criminal rob a bank or do something these are punks. These are punks, and I, it's, it's deplorable how they're doing it, and I, it's, it's just sad. And you know what's going to really get worse, Dominic? September 1st, folks are going to be applying for permits to, for concealed carry in this, this state. That's when stuff is going to get terrible. It's going to get bad, and and that's that's what's scaring me, the fact that folks will be carrying guns. And when your caller said he wished he was there, he would have shot them. That's not going to work. It's going to get worse. And I'm, I'm sorry to say, you know, I, I, you know, I love this city, but I think I'm going to stay inside for a good minute because it's crazy. But how was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> my, my weekend was fine, Audrey. Uh, but, but I, I was concerned. I, I, I spent a lot of time this weekend trying to figure out why some African Americans are doing what they're doing. You never figure out. Stupid is stupid. Stupid never gets tired. But but but, but no, but 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 no, that is the issue. That is but the issue. Not, okay, what happens? What do you call folks that do the mass shooting in churches and in in, in in schools and and what are they? I mean, it's crazy. It's all craziness. It's no. I don't, that's why I don't see the color thing because now you know that's just stupid to just attack random people. Those are punks. But. To, just to kill people or just harm people randomly is 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 wrong. No matter what color you are. I know, I know. See what what well, no, Audrey. What 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 I honestly feel, and and I do have to be, I do have to be honest. Mm-hmm. I really believe that this Black Lives Matter thing went too far. But then the police and and wait 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 wait. And when I say it went too far, mm-hmm. so what other reason did this African American woman have to slug the seventy four year old white woman? Why? Yeah. Why? I don't know. And I think you and I have a good idea. She She's upset that her life is not going well. Oh. It's it's I don't know why, but it's always easier to blame white people. Oh, blame white people. Why? Is it, why, why just... Right. Right. At the end of the day, if your life is not going well, look in oh, the mirror. Is. Look in the mirror. But <laughs> to many of these people, yeah. you know, it, it's it's. It's 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 the white man's fault. And then you have the media coming along that don't cover basically police officer funerals. And they tell you that uh, if it's a alleged police brutality story, that's the lead where, where we're told he was going to this young man was going to go to Cornell University and he was a straight A student all of his life. You know, it, it the narrative has to change. But Audrey, uh, happy birthday and thank you very much uh, for the uh, call Let's go to, let's see here, let's go to Alyssa in Manhattan. Good morning, Alyssa. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I hope that you and your family enjoyed a safe and relaxing weekend. Uh, safe. Uh, went and had lunch in Westchester. Unfortunately, um, I, I just, I can't come into the city of New York to relax 
Um, because, you know, I, I'm too afraid of if somebody's walking next to my son, are they going to slug my son? I, I'm, I'm going to let you make your point. Are they going to slug mm-hmm. my son? Are they going to slug my wife? I'm too afraid. I, I'm afraid to sit down in an outdoor restaurant. Remember the one in, uh, in Astoria, they, they rolled up on the motorcycles and robbed the people. Right. So, but anyway, please go ahead. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's understandable. You want to protect your family, and that makes you an, an absolutely excellent father um, and husband. Um, anyway, what I wanted to say was, you know, everything you're talking about with them, you know, people hitting people, um, it's out of hatred, which brings me to the point I want to make. I think you need to know about this. Uh, our caller, Stan, I have to bring this to your attention because I've been angry all weekend, and I really need some closure on this from you, Dominic. Okay? Um, you know, you've been more than generous with allowing him to express his viewpoint on the show. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't mind hearing it. I like hearing an opposite viewpoint, you know, just to hear what's, what's you know, how someone else thinks. But what he did on Rita's show on Friday crossed the line. He went, came on Rita's show at the end of her show. I happened to come on like around 1130 and I was listening. And he was scre- not just yelling, screaming about how all Trump supporters are fascists and semi-fascists. And he was vicious and he was hateful. And I'm just done with him. I can't believe that Rita actually let him go on like that. And how dare he? I mean, I can understand saying that about extremists on the right and the left because they're violent and they're out of control. But just normal Trump supporters like myself and many of your other listeners, you know, we just want what's best for the country. Same as Stan does, but we just have different ideas on how to get there. But how dare he be so vicious and hateful to promote that kind of hate and for me to have to listen to that kind of hate on any radio show is unacceptable. And in the future, when you take his call, I will turn the radio off for five minutes because he doesn't deserve the privilege of my listening ear. That is how I I mean. I used to be tolerant of him. I understand. But let let, let me just one, one, I didn't hear the segment with, with Stan uh, on, on Friday. Uh, Rita, like myself, we we believe in giving people a say. We don't believe in censoring people. We let everyone say what they have to say within reason. Um, mm-hmm. I I I will I will talk to Rita about this and find out uh, what happened. But see, here's the dilemma that we're in. So you don't like Stan? You said that he said something offensive. Right, but no, then, I don't. I, I I don't mind. I never. I okay. actually never minded Stan, but this was so full of hatred and viciousness, and I won't tolerate that. Not only in Stan, but in anybody. No, I, I I understand what you're saying, but what I'm trying to give you is the flip side. It's all in the eyes of the beholder. Everybody sometimes will see things differently. Now, maybe once I talk to Rita, she will agree with you. I I don't know, but I will. Being called a fascist and a semi-fascist is not hateful. Well, I, I again. I mean, isn't that a little over the top? Yes, but but I guarantee you. And that, I guarantee he never would have done it on your show, Dominic, because you would have dialed him back. But wait, listen. But what I'm what I'm trying to explain to you is that I guarantee you, if Stan was on right now, he would tell me he didn't say that. So that's why I need to talk to Rita to find out the facts, and then I will go from there. But I promise you uh, that I that I will deal with it because the one thing that I don't like about 
uh, talk radio is I don't like the name calling. Stupid, ignorant. Oh, you're horrible. You know, I, I don't like that. We, we can all, we can all get along, but I thank you for the call. I promise you. Thank that I, you, that Dominic. I, that I, will, I really appreciate that, that I will, you giving it the time. I promise you that I will follow up on this. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. Coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano on the other side of midnight. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls. WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. My mind is stuck on the 74-year-old woman that was sucker-punched in an unprovoked daylight attack in New York City. The suspect an African-American woman. The victim was walking on Madison Avenue near East 52nd Street around 11 a.m. Wednesday when the stranger punched her in the side of the face without saying a word. The senior fell to the ground, landing near the curb. And as I said earlier, what left me disgusted, the attacker looked back, and her mannerism seemed to say, as she waved her hand in the air, what's going on, what happened. And so the woman, I'm sure she has issues, but she clearly knew what she what she did. She knew to get out of there right away. She looked behind her to see how bad it was. And my bet is on the NYPD. She will be in custody very, very soon. So I'm going back to the uh, telephone calls, but I want to uh, thank Marilyn DiMartino. Marilyn, um, we have uh, one of, she's one of our listeners, and we have the Tunnel the Towers 5K Walk Run NYC again this year, which is on Sunday, September 25th. And we need your help. And Marilyn, uh, she she really pitched in big time financially. Folks, we want you to help us remember those lost on 9-11. As we retrace FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps together. I'm going to be out there at the event and would really appreciate you donating to my team, as Marilyn has done several times. It's really simple to support the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Dominic Carter team. Here's how you do it. Go to wabcradio.com slash walk, wabcradio.com slash walk, and click on my photo to donate to my team. 
I'm trying to beat my numbers from last year. Last year, you folks uh, did exceedingly well in terms of your donations. That's wabcradio.com slash walk. Thank you for your support. Thank you, Marilyn DiMartino. Uh, As together, we help America's heroes. One of the largest walks in New York City for a great cause, wabcradio.com slash walk. So I see Stan is on the line. I'm Alyssa. Just I just spoke to her. I want to Stan. I did not hear the comment with Rita. What happened? What is going on? First of all, I wanted to. Talk. I wasn't going to call tonight. I wanted to have a piece of cake and relax and let you just do your show. I had no intention of calling here. Uh, the president of the United States made a statement in his speech when he was traveling, uh, and he said that. Uh, Magna and the Republican Party, or this particular Republican Party, has uh, fascist or is, has fascist attitudes and fascist uh, uh, as part of its situation. And he was absolutely correct in that. He said, stated that the president, I may be saying the words wrong, but the president did make this statement on his tour. He was traveling and so forth. And apparently Rita didn't like that. And so we thought it was terrible. It was rude. It was disgusting. I happen to think it wasn't disgusting, considering all the things that have happened by this, by the Republicans and by Mr. Trump and what he planned to do and what and so forth. In saying that, it's minuscule as compared to what had happened in nine at uh, January sixth. Okay, whoa, 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 to pivot to January 6th. Right now, I don't want to pivot. Right now, okay, I, want, I know you don't. I know. Right I've now, heard you I want to focus. Ago. I want to focus because yeah. Alyssa is very upset. She I can promise be upset to, all she wants. Okay, wait, I'm wait. upset a lot. Take okay, it from me. Okay, but wait. Did, did you refer to all Trump supporters as fascists? I said uh, that uh, most Trump people, at least in the Republican Party, who support Trump, have fascist attitudes and so forth. Absolutely. Not okay. all. You can't have all. Everybody can't have them, of course. But, but, but the majority that support him do. Okay, but Stan, th- this is why I don't like broad brush uh, with anything, because people get offended, and and I can understand how she's sure. upset. I, well, I can understand. I, I, I listen, uh, my friend. I listen to you know. I'm I'm a minority on this station, and what I have to listen to about me, and what I listen to about what's said about. Certain things I have to. I it, that's a broad brush too. But I let it go because I know you know w- what the station's about. I know what it is. So I understand what she says. But she can think what she wants, and she doesn't want to listen to me. I don't care if she doesn't want to listen to me. The point is, I have to listen to her, and I don't necessarily would say that. I would just say, say what you want to say, and fine, that's okay. That's why we have freedom in this country. But uh, I believe what I said. Many do. The, the situation in this country with the Republicans is to a point where, uh, at some instances, they, uh, during the situation, they have made comments that are, to some extent, fact. And the president, the ex-president, has, as in his previous statements, have made statements that sound as such. He loves Aragon in, in Turkey. He, lo- you know, he, okay. he loves... Okay. Uh, Stan, uh, uh, I, I can't I can't control what comes out of your mouth, but but with me, with me, please no no broad brush. 
because it, it's offensive. It, it, it's offensive. Well, and, I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you. No, right. no. What I'm saying, I haven't talked to Rita. I, I, you know, I'm off on Fridays. No, I understand. <laughs> and I so understand. I, I don't know exactly what's going on. But no, but it's Rita, not. It looks. It came and went. To be perfectly no, honest. No, 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 no. That's what you say that it well, came I, and if went. If Rita wants to continue the, I'll continue the conversation and fine. The president of the United States. Okay, made, we don't. We don't need statement. to repeat that again. But but I okay. I appreciate the call, Stan. And, sure. and I, I wanted to talk about something else. Not, but okay. well, well, tonight, let me get to the bottom of this. <laughs> thank right you for ahead. the call. Okay, thank okay. you for the call, Stan. Oh. Let, let me get to the bottom of this first, because I will talk to Rita uh, tomorrow and find out exactly what, because Rita doesn't get upset. So if Rita got upset, something went terribly wrong. I don't know if she got upset. I have not talked to Rita Cosby yet, but I will. Let's go to Susan in Manhattan. Good morning, Susan. What's on your mind? Morning, Don. I'm a. F- I mean, Dominic. Good morning. I'm a first-time caller. Well, thank you um, for calling, Suzanne. Um, I'm a totally blind, 72-year-old. I live in Chelsea, and I am terrified. I don't go out on my own anymore. This is how bad the crime has gotten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I live in Chelsea, and when I have to go someplace, living on West 23rd Street, I take somebody with me, going right. to the bank. When I need anything from the store, thankfully, I, I call and have it delivered. I'm scared. Well, I, I, I don't want you to be scared, Susan, and, well, I, and I'm sorry it's come to that. But, but you're, you're not the only one that's concerned. We're all concerned. So, yeah. just, know, so just know you're not alone. Oh, and, I know, because I live in a building for the blind. So, we, you know, anything that we really need, we get. You know, thank God for that. Yes, but I yes. would hesitate to go out alone. And I worry about our safety. Mm-hmm. We, have some, we have some very vulnerable people here. Yes, yes. So it's a very, very, very big concern. Well, Susan, I, I, I appreciate your call. And, and you said you said you're 70. How old did you say? 72. I 72. 72 on August 13th. Well, happy <laughs> birthday to you. So that, so, that means, so that means you turned 72, what, a week August ago? August 13th, a week ago. Yeah, two weeks ago, wow. August 13th. Wow. Well, happy belated birthday to you, Susan. Well, and, thanks and, so much. And, and better days are coming. Uh, let's I hope, hope. that better days are coming. Thank you so much for the you're call, welcome. Susan. Thank you. God, and and stay you. safe, stay safe, and God bless you. Let's. We're gonna go back to the telephone calls, but first, I'm joined by Frank Morano, the Hello, other Dominic. side of midnight. And good morning to you, sir. Uh, good morning. How was your weekend? My weekend was short, and Same. and I just get a call from Alyssa that Stan made some comment. And Stan, yes, this you is know. exactly how you want to start your week: <laughs> being traffic cop and and, and of something that I have no idea between callers. <laughs> That give commentary on other radio shows. Right. Not your own. That's great. Yeah. Meanwhile, I have to take an issue with one of our listeners, Marilyn DiMartino. I mean, she's supposed to be a listener of mine. What is she Uh-oh. donating to your Tunnel to Towers team for? Uh-oh. I need people donating to the Frank Uh-oh. Morano team. Uh-oh. The Frankfooters. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. The Frankfooters? Yeah. WABCradio.com slash walk. They can make a donation to me as well. Okay. Marilyn should yes. give to both of us. That would be yes. nice. Yes, yes. But what about your people that have given to you that don't give no, to me? No, 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 no. My people, <laughs> my people are on a very fixed income. Your guys have plenty of money. I know the, the C-suite types that are listening to you regularly, lighting their cigars with $100 bills. My people need, need their money. 
What do you have coming up? All right, this we morning? got we got an action packed show. Uh, we have a lot of Monday staples, including the um, uh, commendations, which a lot of people really enjoy. We're going to uh, discuss a little bit about Mark Zuckerberg's comments uh, to Joe Rogan about censorship. NASA is launching a big uh, mission today. We're going to tell people why that's so significant. And uh, this is an interview that sounds a little weird, but trust me, it's going to be a lot of fun. I am going to talk with Michael Fagan, who is a waiter, and he hosts a show on the Internet, a talk show, all about waiters. He's a waiter, and he interviews other waiters, and it's all about the profession of being a waiter. This guy is the best ambassador for the job of waiter that there is. So we're going to talk about what life has been like post-pandemic and economically and all sorts of other things. This is going to be fun. So another great show. I hope so. Wonderful. Let's take some phone calls together, as we often do. Let's go to uh, to Michael in Cliffside, New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. I can't stop laughing. This is hysterical. I love it. Okay, Stan, who says that Republicans are fascists, wants to call out the National Guard. Well, let me tell you about the National Guard. Unlike the police, they're not afraid to shoot. They will shoot a criminal. Now, get ready for this, Stan, because you're going to love it. You know how I know that National Guardsmen will shoot when they see a criminal? Because guess who is a National Guardsman? Little old Michael. Me, Stan. I'm the guy you want to call out patrolling the streets with my M16 rifle looking for criminals. Talk about poetic justice. This is hysterically funny. I can't stop laughing. I'm with you, Stan. I'm ready to get called out patrolling the streets. And believe me when I tell you, Stan, I will shoot. Not once, not twice. I will make sure that I put at least four bullets into that piece of garbage head. If he's white, black, green with purple polka dots, I will kill him where he stands. Okay. Don't bother to call the ambulance. Call for a Hertz. Okay. We got it, Michael. Thank you for the call. Frank, you select the uh, next call. Certainly glad Michael is in the National Guard. <laughs> My goodness. Um, how about uh, how about Marianne in Queens? Marianne, you're talking to Frank and Dominic. Good good morning. Good morning. Uh, we got 40 seconds left, Marianne, so please yes, go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, what you can say in Washington Heights and South Bronx and other neighborhoods is that they were recruiting people from the street and paying $50 an hour for three hours when uh, the Black Flag Marang and Antifa needed people to recruit, destroy small businesses, attack policemen, and do what they did. Now, this is in the street. They are talking now. Actually, Kamala Harris, the vice president candidate, said that she wants those rioters to continue destroying before the elections, during the elections, and after the elections. Marianne, I, I, I have to step in, so please give us a call another night. I'm completely out of time. Coming up right now, Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.